Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 15% this is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome into the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking youth baseball today. And... Uh, we were going to have Sal Bando Jr. in, but uh, some personal things happened with with him, and and uh, we've got a couple of guys pinch hitting for him. You like that kind of baseball analogy? Uh, that's, that's, I could that's say coming in off the bench, or I could say, hey, they're out of the bullpen. Out of the bullpen, or we called an audible. If you guys are football guys, you tell him a sports guy, right? I call an audible every day. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, trust me, I do too. He is Travis Thompson. He's the lead instructor and youth coordinator um, for Prospect Baseball Training Academy. Uh, go to their website, ptabaseball.com, ptabaseball.com. Also joined by instructor and youth coach, Adam DeWayne. Adam, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm coming to you first because you were like, <laughs> I'm not talking. Yeah, you are, man. You are talking today. Um, how long have you been with uh, with the, the organization and, and Prospect Baseball Training Academy? How long have you been part of this? I've been here for a while. I've coached for four seasons now, and I've taken a bigger role the last two years that really help uh, run and develop the youth. Excellent. Your background, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Waterford. Yeah, you went to, you're a Wolverine? I am, yep. I don't know my nieces and nephews' names, and I know ridiculous information like that. <laughs> Rod Crew hit 311 his last you know year with the Minnesota Twins. That's the kind of stuff that stays in this noggin. But nieces and nephews, I'm like, hey, um, 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 yeah, it's it's Kayla. Hi, Kayla. How are you? Yeah, I'm, sa- I'm the same way. Yeah, <laughs> thank you very much. Hey, Travis, your, uh, your background, where'd you grow up? I grew up here in the city of Milwaukee. Yeah, where'd you go to school? I went to Milwaukee Pulaski. You you did? Yes, I'm a Ram. Man, I, I, I was going to say that. I was, I'm just surprised you're not in jail. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, <laughs> district I'm only district kidding. 6 does sit right behind the school. Yeah, it does. It keeps you guys... Uh, not a ton of big baseball played in the city conference, but you obviously did pretty well. Um, when, I was, when I was at Pulaski, we were in the Big Nine, and that had Racine Park... Uh, Racine Case, Kenosha, Tremper, Bradford. Um, it uh, being a city slicker and going down and playing against those guys. Yeah, I'm um, talking about football, basketball, and baseball. Right, especially when it came to football. When your your line is averaging about 195 and their <laughs> line is averaging about one about 250. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, um, city city baseball is it, it's kind of fizzled off. Yeah, and, and and it's because I don't know if enough people understand that that in today's world you you have to want to play it. You know what? To 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 just say, hey, look, come, you know, come March, April, maybe I'll find my glove. You know what? I'll I'll go to a batting cage and spend two bucks and get a couple swings in, and then I'm ready to go. I don't know if at the high school level if you can get by with that. Um, you were a multi-sport athlete, Travis. Yes, obviously, football, basketball, baseball. Mm-hmm. When you when you work with the kids at Prospect Baseball Training Academy, I'm a, I, I was a high school basketball coach for 36 years. First year retired, and I, I'm like pacing back and forth in my living room at night because I feel like I need I should be somewhere. And my wife's like, "Sit down, relax. What are you doing?" I, 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 I it's just kind of an odd feeling for me. We, there's there's coaches that come on my high school show and say, "Oh yeah, I." I 
I recommend my kids play three sports. And I know for a fact some of these guys don't. They want them in the weight room. They want them getting shots up. They want them all of that. You are a true uh, three-sport athlete. When you talk to these kids at Prospect Baseball Training Academy, do you talk about that part? Uh, yeah, we actually do. Um, I know there's a lot of coaches that are with PTA. We we push the, the multi-sports. Um, you got to understand, your body moves in different ways, football, basketball, baseball, soccer, track. I mean, we got some we got some guys that actually play volleyball. They're part of uh, PTA. Yeah. We got guys that are on track. We have uh, uh, a uh, hockey. We got a couple of guys that are playing hockey, but body moves different, and that's what uh, that's what it comes down to. And that are, we've changed things up this year, um, especially when it comes to um, how our practices are run. We have a wheel. We have a thing called a wheel program now, and we are doing more body dynamics and uh, how the body moves because it's just like you said. You know, uh, I got uh, a couple of weeks ago. I can now I can pick up a baseball in my glove and go swing a bat, it doesn't work that way no more. It does because not. Uh, if you look at the human anatomy, the body is so different. It's so dynamic. Yeah. Um, especially how, uh, you know, what starts what? Our legs start everything. You know, you, you want to talk about hitting philosophy, hips and hands. You talk about pitching, you know, everything starts with the lower half. We got to get pushed. You know, and, and some guys are, are finally getting the concept that we actually do have to use our whole body. It's just not picking up a baseball and throwing a baseball. You have to use your whole body. Um, so I've been doing the U Sports show for a couple of years. Prior to that, I would do the home improvement show from 8 to 9, and then um, I did the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show. Dr. Brian McCarty came in every Saturday, and they had a change in their marketing department. They, they needed to take six months off. And I had, I had um, youth groups all keep saying, hey, why don't you talk about us? And I thought, well, I'll do youth youth stuff for six months. I'll go back to Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine. But the response has been ridiculously strong that I continue doing this youth sports show. But during the time that I did the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show, I, we would have different doctors come in. And these guys would say, look, I never see those kids that play football, basketball, baseball, or hockey and volleyball and baseball. What I see is the the, 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 the kid that all he does is swim that all he does is throw a baseball and he's a pitcher and he's pitching 12 months and his daddy's got him in a gym and they're throwing this. I, volleyball players. I see volleyball players with shoulders that play club volleyball and they go to the high school volleyball and then go to another club and then another high. So they said those are the guys we see and girls. But the ones that play multiple sports, we never see unless they go downhill skiing or they're, they're, they're on a snowboard and they fall and they hurt their wrist. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... Like you said, it's a a lot of people have different philosophies and stuff like that. I'm I'm, I'm huge on multi sports. Uh, it just you break the monotony of baseball. Um, I know for uh, ever since I left high school, obviously I went to college and you know got two years of baseball in college with junior college, and then all of a sudden you sign a pro contract. Every day is baseball, right? Even in college, every day was baseball. Uh, Where'd you go to college? I went to uh, Madison College. Okay, uh, great baseball, great baseball. Uh, That's they were they were the Trojans back then. Okay. They're they're now the wolf pack. Why they change? We don't want to talk about that. I have no clue. <laughs> yeah. Let's get away from that because there's a lot of different directions you can go with that. But we're yeah, gonna stay we're going a lot of We'll directions. stay away from 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 that. Um hey Adam, when you were in Waterford, youth youth sports in Waterford is a big deal. Yeah, it's grown a lot recently it, too. It has grown a lot recently in, in in all the major sports and then some of the minor sports as well, where that community of Waterford is is huge. 
and and as far as they they support their kids and they want their kids to perform well and and, and at least at the high school right now it's a football school yeah. that's how it's kind of known but their basketball program is pretty good and their baseball program is very good so when when you were growing up in Waterford were you part of the youth program there yeah I really started to grow and develop when I was a kid that's when the youth basketball the travel organization and baseball really uh, started up and now when I go back home you know I'm lucky to know a lot of the guys who run the programs and I mean they're booming there's two three teams in every sport every age and uh, it's really growing and you see the results of our high school programs um you know they're competing and winning conference in a lot of sports every year. So, hey, um, Travis, when somebody, when a parent comes up to you and says, "Hey, look, you know what? I want to get." I, there's a lot of options now, right? There's a, there used to be there was one or two, and somebody had you know two batting cages, and they call themselves, you know, we are a baseball academy or what, whatever. There's a lot of options now for for families and kids when they come and say look can you talk to me a little bit about prospect baseball training academy and i can go to the website ptabaseball.com i know you're located in oak creek on south 13th street but talk to me about the mission statement of how what you feel prospect baseball training academy brings to us what would you tell them well we tell them that uh we have we have to set goals and we have to work towards those goals and you know it each parent is going to be different, you know, and each instructor is going to be different, especially when it comes to explaining all this stuff. You know, it's 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 building good uh, rapport with your coaches, your teammates, and right. stuff like that. And and also, you're not only becoming a great teammate, becoming a friend, a, a great person, and stuff like that. And you have to have. Uh, we want to have success, and to, we have to achieve that success through your goals. You have to set goals. And I said, like I said, this year we've changed things up, and. Um, you know, we want kids to have goals and stuff like that. We don't try to. We want to push them to get better, right? And that, and that's and that's one of the biggest things. We, we definitely want to push them to get better. And the the ultimate goal for this whole thing is to give them the guidance. I will give you the tools. Now you have to absorb and accept it, right? I will give you that. The ultimate goal is for them to get that scholarship. If if you want to play baseball, fine. If you want to play basketball, soccer, whatever. You know, you got to have these goals. We want, ultimately, want to get them to a scholarship for college. And if, if you know, if it's something they want to do beyond, right? we want to set them up. You know, we want to give them all the intangibles to uh, to get them to that next level. You know, it's interesting. When I coached my son in basketball, and he was in grade school, and we were playing AU basketball, and uh, I was coaching that. He, was, he had a different coach in grade school. But we would, would travel – you know, throughout the Midwest and go play in these tournaments. And his grade school coach, I, he, some reason, didn't like me. And and uh, <laughs> I, I know why, but I, I'll tell you about it during the break. But he came up to me one day and he said, you understand your son's not going to play in the NBA, right? I go, yeah. He goes, really? I go, yeah. He goes, well, there's all this uh, AAU stuff you're doing. And I said, do you know what my goal is? And he's like, well, I'm looking forward to hearing this. And I said, here's my goal. And Matthew was in fifth or sixth grade at that point. And I said, my whole goal for this is I want him to play in one basketball game in his lifetime that they play the national anthem before the game. He goes, well, they do that in high school. I go, exactly. But not on the freshman and JV team, they don't. They do on the varsity. And he goes, that's it? I go, that's it. He goes, that's your, I go, that's my whole goal. I want him to, to experience that. We knew, I knew going in what my, what, he was he he was a freshman in college. He was six feet, one hundred and thirty five pounds. 
right? Thin kid. Starting point guard for four years on the Division Three college basketball team. He's a good player. But my whole goal back then was I really wanted him to experience varsity basketball, even if it's one time. And so we kind of knew what my goal was. These parents coming to you, you know what? You They're all over the board, right? He should be a first-round pick come that draft in 2029. But again, things have changed and I, I might be, I might be dating myself. Uh, things were so much different back then. I mean, you could sit here and remember that when we had rec baseball. Rec baseball is is pretty much leaving now. It's gone. Like rec Muni baseball. League and I'm, well, I grew up Wilson Park. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wilson Park is still there, but I'm talking about any type of rec baseball is is gone now. Now they're really they're they're the academies. Uh, you got GRB. You have ourselves. You have hitters. You have sticks, and if you want to go down south, the Cangelosi in Illinois and stuff like that. Milwaukee Baseball Academy is a Milwaukee come. Baseball yeah, Academy. David does a nice job over there. Yeah, yeah he and does. It, the thing is, is it's it's going away. The rec baseball is going away. But you have those parents, and, and you want to be honest about it. You know, I mean, we're getting these kids at seven, eight years old, and then they work their way up, and, you know, a parent at 10 years old, you're telling me, that your kid is going to be the next Derek Jeter. Yeah. And it's, it's, <laughs> but honestly, it's, it, I mean, as the lead instructor and youth coordinator, a boy from Milwaukee Pulaski, you look, you got a little moxie to you. So you've got to be honest, right? You've got to say, hey, look, I, your son is not the next Derek Jeter. But you know what? He, we may, he may fall in love with baseball and he may want to play over at the rock and he want, he might want to, you know, play with those guys 50 and over when he gets that age. And that's what we're doing, right? Teaching these kids and hoping they fall in love with the sport that you guys have fallen in love with. And that's the thing. We, we get these kids, and, and, and like I said, we might get them, and we might see them all the way through their senior year in high school. But it's build, build character. Yeah, I like building character with these kids and stuff like that. And the respect the game, you know, respect your instructors. But ultimately, it's, is, is when they leave, we want to see them grow as men. And that's that's one of the biggest things. I want to see these kids. You might get this kid that just might come in, and he might not look that that strong. But once he leaves our program, man, we did our job. Hey, um, before we get to a break, uh, you guys, and we'll just touch on it because we're hoping, because we talked about it right before the show, we're hoping that shovels might hit the ground in 2020. But when, when I get text messages from Steve Sparky Pfeiffer saying, don't forget to ask about that facility that might be happening, I got to ask you about it. It might happen. We're hoping. It'd be I'm pretty, not sure if I'm the one to answer that one. <laughs> it'd be pretty cool if it did. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Look, so it, it is going to happen. You know what? From the boy that didn't want to talk much, Adam Dwayne, we're going to keep that tape. He is Adam Dwayne Waterford guy. He is an instructor and a youth coach. Um, that'd be pretty exciting if it would. If not, you guys like the facility you have now. It's good, right? It's 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 it efficient has, it, and it, it gets has it done. everything. It has everything that we need, and we keep we keep adding. We add more stuff, and like I said, we have fungal men's, we have uh, hit tracks, and all those fun gadgets. We put the money into it and stuff like that. I want to add him over here. He said he didn't want to talk today. Yeah, he's doing so, good, right? He, he talks a lot at the facility. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. That's good. Well, we're going to get him to talk a little bit more on the other side of the break because I'm going to ask Adam as an instructor and a youth coach. You, you coach several teams from, from um, 9 to 14, and I want to ask about those kids at that age because I've coached kids in basketball at that age, and, they're, they're, boy, they're all over the board. And some kids that you think at the age of 10 that have no shot, they just don't really get it, 
come back the next year and all of a sudden they're growing up a little bit. And we're going to talk about that transition on the other side. Um, he is Adam Dwayne. He's instructor and youth coach. We're also joined Travis Thompson, lead instructor and youth coordinator. And they're with Prospect Baseball Training Academy. Prospect Baseball Training Academy, ptabaseball.com is where to go. Hey, and, and just so you guys know, at, uh, at 945 today, we're going to be joined in studio. Javier is a senior director, community relations for Walmart. Going to be in studio. And from 11 to 2 today, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer and Billy Schmidt are going to be at the, the Walmart Highway 100 and Layton. It's a day of giving. And we're going to work. We're, we're, um, we're with the Running Rebels organization today. And for people are going to come out. They're going to donate toys. They're going to collect. We're going to collect some money for this organization that I, I'm a big believer in what they do. They utilize basketball as a tool to kind of engage, mentor, and guide um, young people towards internal, uh, towards a path that they would ensure future success. And if you understand Victor Barnett and Don Barnett, the job that they do with the Rebels, with the Rebels, if you guys aren't familiar with these guys, um, get familiar with them. They've been around 25 years and doing really good work. And again, 11 to 2 today at Walmart, Highway 100 and Layton. Go out and say hi to Steve Sparky Pfeiffer and Billy Schmidt from The Big Show. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. They told me a newborn king to see. Oh, welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? <clears throat> On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan and Mike McGivern, and we're talking Prospect Baseball Training Academy. Two, uh, two good guys here. The guy from Waterford's a little bit better than you said he was, Travis. I'm just telling you, Adam Dwayne, the instructor and youth coach. He said he never. He talks all the time over at the. Facility, but he didn't want to talk at all today. Too he bad. <laughs> Too bad. You're in here. You got a headset on. You're talking. And Travis Thompson, he is a Milwaukee Milkman. Man, you played this year for them. How'd you do? Um, what position? I'm pitcher. Yeah, I would take you deep, man. You better not hang. I'm well, just kidding. I'm talking. You, you, and, you and a few other guys that took me deep last yeah, tr- year. Was, uh... Trust me. Trust me. I can't even do a softball. The shirt's softballing anymore. I don't know what happened. It just all went away. It just went away. 44 facing guys that are 20 years younger than you are. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. Can uh, One can, went pretty far. Can you? <laughs> yeah, I, I got a couple stories for you during the break. Can all all the the deal is you got to be able to uh, to come high and tight on Zimmerman. You know what? Get him out of the box and then throw away. Right? He can't. Mike Zimmerman can't hit you, can he? Um, do we really want to get into this? Because uh, technically, <laughs> welcome Mike back is, to the U uh, Sports Show. I, know I, have we pitched, I have pitched against Mike. Uh, yeah, in our in our rock league and stuff like that. And I do. Uh, I'm pretty pretty successful. He is uh, he is as competitive man as you. He's been in here a number of times, and one time we we're talking about I do a baseball show in the summer. We talked about playing in those, and he had a game right after, and he came in his uniform, and man, he was chomping at the bit to get out there and play. And and I, I, just, I can't say anything bad right now because he's actually my coach for thirty fives. He is, yeah. <laughs> And uh, if if he's listening, he might be. If he's not listening, he's going to go back and listen. Um, he, I, I'm a look. I'm a fan of his because I love what he has brought to our area. I think the milkman last year. I think going to a game was incredible, and the it's a family atmosphere where you can go out and have some fun. Drop 
you know, 25, 30 bucks instead of other alternatives where it's going to cost you a hundred mm-hmm. easy. You go out there, decent food, really good baseball in a cool atmosphere. And, and as hard as that man worked to get that <clears> facility <throat> going and get that team here, I got nothing but respect for him. And I talk a little smack. Yeah. I, Cause I, I could throw three pitches right past him, but <laughs> the man needs a pat on the back for what he did. Yeah. I um, agree. I, with I you. really think he put, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of uh, controversy behind uh, certain residents and stuff like that around yeah. the community. That needs to be put aside. I really thought he he he's done an amazing job with with that community. I'm a huge fan. And for us personally, the Milkmen, it's you know we have a really good relationship with them. Yes. Anthony Barone, their new head coach, he worked with us all last winter. He helps out with our players when he's in town and they're recruiting for them. And then Chris Conley, their starting catcher, is actually he's from New York and Buffalo, and he stayed out here this winter. To, to work with our catching program. I saw that on, on the website. By the way, the let me give you that website. If you want more information on Prospect Baseball Training Academy, again, they're located in Oak Creek, but kids come from all over southeast Wisconsin. 6758 South 13th Street in Oak Creek, their website, give you all the information you need, ptabaseball.com, ptabaseball.com. Let's talk this segment a little bit about some of some of the things that that people can expect if they come and they bring their their kids there. Um, Travis, is there is there an average cost to these kids? Is there if they just want to come and get instructions? Is there one rate? And then if they want to go and and I looked at your calendar, and I'll tell you what, there's stuff going on every single day. So if these kids want, if as parents we want to get our kids into you know a number of different areas with you guys, does the price change? Yeah, well, when you for, when you sign up for PTA, you, you sign up for the, you're obviously a prospect training can you're a part of our organization. So it's anywhere between I believe it might be a thousand dollars to maybe thirty five, thirty eight hundred dollars. It all depends on the age too. As you and get as you get older for the year, yes, correct? for the year for the year. And that's if there are prices that it's they're all in, yes, they're all in. Then correct. I mean, whatever, whatever they can take advantage of every opportunity you guys offer. Yes, uh, a part of that, a part of that package. Say uh, at the high school level, it might be thirty five hundred, thirty seven hundred. I mean, you're getting all the training. You're getting top top notch training. You're getting your pitching, your catching, your hitting. And you're also getting your strength and conditioning with Tom Showers, who is absolutely amazing. He has done nothing but amazing things with our guys. I mean, you get all that, you get your uniform. Now, we have teams 8s through 14s. They play in league play. A part of that payment actually goes to league games. Right. But that stuff also, the, the payment also goes to the tournaments. So the, so the money they're paying, I just want to get this straight, they they can they can choose, right, if they just want to do instructions or not play. There, there's a lot of different options. And the way to do this is come down and talk to you guys. Come down, right? Pick up the phone, go on the website, or come down and talk mm-hmm. to you in person to say, "Look, here's here's what I what I want for my son. Here here's what we're thinking at this point." But there there's an opportunity for these kids to get fully invested in what you're doing. Play. How many games do you think they play? You, youth teams can play upwards of around like 60, 70. High Damn. schoolers, you know, they're only playing in the summer, so they play you know more like thirty. Right. They, you know, can only play June and July for the season. But it's a lot of baseball. Oh yeah. It's a ton of baseball. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have a lot of pitchers, at least guys that can get on the mound and, and try to throw strikes every once strikes. in a while, right? Oh yeah. To get look, just as as counsel says, get me some outs. Just give me a couple outs, and and we'll move on. But you've got to be able to play, hopefully multiple positions. Do you guys and and Travis? Let me ask you first. Do you believe, especially at early ages, 
to get kids the opportunity. If a kid walks in at seven and says, the dad says he's he's a shortstop. Okay, we're going to probably try him on the mound. We're going to play him at first. We're gonna, you move him around a little bit. I, my response is, uh, you give him an opportunity to play in any, every position. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, Dad might sit here and say that uh, my kid's a shortstop. Well, wonder if you have a, uh, another kid on your team who's a better shortstop. Yeah. So you, you know, know what? Now, for me, I I I promote the as through the youth level. I want to see guys play multiple positions. Now, yeah, when too. you start getting up through the high school level, then you start separating yourself, and you start seeing the kids get stronger, faster. We do have uh, pitcher onlys. Yeah, we have guys that are only at the high school level that are only pitchers, but not seven years, not ten. Oh, eight absolutely, years. absolutely not. Hey, I, I had uh, I had stepped away from basketball a long time ago for for um, I was going to just go for a year, and I had a guy that said, uh, "Hey, could you come see my sixth grade team practice?" Because he goes, "Look, nobody else would do this," and I don't know a ton about basketball, but would you just come and observe a practice? I said, yeah. So they're running some stuff, and I'm just sitting watching, and he comes over and he goes, hey, so you know, that's my uh, that's my one. That guy's my four. He's my five. And I go, you, you have Carl Malone playing here in sixth grade? He goes, what? I go, you don't have, you have a four? He goes, well, he's my power forward. I said, you have a power forward in sixth grade? Does he ever face the basket? I goes, no. I said, okay, get out of the way. I'm going to take over. I was out of coaching for about three weeks. I came home. My wife's like, you t- you're, I go, yeah, I got a new team. I, I, I can't, I can't have this guy ruin these kids. The kids a power forward. So that's, look, I, I get all this, that, that these kids, parents may have one vision for them because this is what they read or this is what they heard or when they were in high school or playing college, this is the way it was done. Man, Travis, things have changed. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's funny it's, uh, they say that because when I was in high school, I was basically a shortstop and pitcher. And when I got to college, I went in as a shortstop and pitcher, and we started to uh, work out. And my coach, Leo Kalinowski, um, walks up to me one day and says, uh, the only way you're making it out of here is a pitcher, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I couldn't hit. You, you couldn't hit a lick. That's all right. That, you know what? You can hit in those leagues now, can't you? I yeah, I can hold my own. Yeah, I can you spray I can the ball own. a little bit. Or I do spray the ball. You get older, you just can't play. Can't pull it. Yeah, I know. I saw him leg out a triple this year at one point. You legged out a triple? Really? I was. A you were wind. flying, right? <laughs> I was. Close did, you, did you get I was, a? Uh, I was like a gazelle. Hey, my, I've got a brother who lives down in Florida. He is uh, sixty. I guess he'd be 65 right now, and he plays. Uh, he's a catcher. Plays 35, 45, and 55. And there are teams that fly him to like tournaments in Arizona because he's 65 and he catches. When he comes up here to visit in the summer, he calls around. He said, "Hey, anybody looking for a catcher? He played for the Mud Hens. Um, the uh, was it the 55 Mud Hens? Yeah, or the, 55 yeah. Mud Hens. Yeah, the last two years." He comes out and he catches like, you know, seven the first game and there's the double headers and he'll catch five or six the next. I said, Can you still can you throw some of these guys out? He goes, Yeah. He goes back and one hopping and get some of these boys. You know, he's one hopping it and getting them. He was, and, uses the pitcher for a cutoff. Yeah, it's, and you know what? He and he 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 loves baseball so much and down in Florida, he can play a ton. And so that's what he's doing, and his knees are holding, and he can still throw it a little bit, and he loves putting the gear on, and, and off he goes. And 35, 45, 55, and sprays the ball and runs real well. And 
I'm like, man, so he, yeah, if he had a son, he, you know where he'd be? Prospect Baseball Training Academy. I uh, appreciate that we have room. Yeah, you got it. PTABaseball.com. <laughs> hey, what would you, how would you feel if the kids that are supposed to be working out really hard right now and over at the facility, if instead they're, uh, they're listening to you guys? They're actually are listening to us. Yeah, I got a text that, hey, they're broadcasting the show inside the facility where the kids are supposed to be working my, out. Uh, my phone is blowing up right now. I got parents texting me right now. Uh, I have a mom out there that just texted me and said that uh, she's critiquing my uh, my radio. Well, that's okay because you're critiquing her parenting. How about that? Oh, ouch, I'm only kidding. Uh. You love all the PTA parents. Hey, how's, how's Sparky Pfeiffer to work with, by the way? Uh, Let's get to a break. This is we'll do that during the break. This is the U Sports Show. But the same segment I bring up Zimmerman and Sparky. U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 1057 FM, the fan. Now said the shepherd boy to the mighty king. Back to the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Man, we're having some fun here today. I'll tell you that. We we're talking prospect baseball tra- training camp. You guys are getting ripped. Yeah, hey, <laughs> man, you're, you're, uh, Adam, your uncle is Gary Ellerson. Mm-hmm. He can't hit a baseball. Can't say I've ever seen him try. No, I, me neither, but I'll tell you this. I would, I, in the day, I would not have wanted to try to fill the hole and tackle that man. He, uh, uh-uh, I've watched some tape on him. I asked him one time what it was like to be a running back in the NFL. He said, you really want to know? I go, yeah, I'm physically what, what it was like the next day, Monday, Tuesday. He said, put on a football uniform, go in your alley, and run into your garage door as hard as you can 25 times in a row, and then tell me how you're feeling Monday, and tell me how you're feeling Tuesday. And I go, he goes, no, I'm serious. I go, well, I'm not doing that. He goes, well, then don't ask the question unless you really want to know. I felt I said, like that at high school. Yeah. At Velasquez. Because the line was 170 pounds. That, that's why. I ran for my life. I am joined in studio. Adam Dwayne, he is an instructor and youth coach um, with PTA, and, and Travis Thompson, lead instructor and youth coordinator. Um, Adam, when we talk about ages, what what is the age that you, and, and I'll ask you, Travis, too, because you're the youth coordinator, what is the age that you recommend um, parents Bring their kid over to PTA and, and, and just get a feel for what you guys are doing. I would say our youngest team is 8U. Okay. Um, you know, 9U, it depends on the kid. You know, we have actually a, you have two six-year-olds who are playing up on our 8U team. You know, once they really start to get their footing, you know, when you see a kid and they really start to understand their body, right. you can start training them right then if they really want to, you know, just to get their feet in there. Because if you teach a kid, like you said, sometimes even if they're, you know, a kid on an 8U team, they might not be the greatest kid when they grow. Man, like eight U and nine U, you just getting the sport and getting the right teaching. Once they go into your body, you know things can happen. And by fourteen U, they might be the kid who's going D one. You know, yeah. when they're getting to high school. That and and that's a really good point because as you know what, as much as and, and in the in the movie Moneyball, and I'm sure you guys have seen it, when he asks those scouts, look, you don't know. You say, oh, he's you know what, this kid's a surefire. Look at nine, ten, eleven. We have no idea. Twelve. We have no idea. And and I, all of a sudden, in, as a basketball coach, and, and this guy who was playing these kids with their back to the basket because his seventh grade, the kid was five ten, and now he's a senior in high school. He's five eleven. He's never faced the basket. He can't dribble the ball. That was me. I played post. 
<laughs> my whole life, I was a four or a five. And, and I got to high school, I was six one. I couldn't dribble. No, and and you play with your back <laughs> to the basket the whole time. I would see. Never let that happen. I would never. You know what? You're gonna. I'm gonna run an offense. You're gonna have to come out on top and handle the ball, and you're gonna have to get in the gap and kick because you're. You, you could look. You could be a little guy and be six six. All of you know, you grow, and now you you can do both. So, and I think that that's important with baseball as well. <laughs> No doubt, Travis. When when uh, when you get kids that are that age, right? That seven, eight, nine, ten year olds. Do you have a pretty good feeling if it's the kid that wants to get better or if he's getting pushed? Um, it's, it's each kid is different. You know, it's yeah. You could tell sometimes right away. Yeah, you can. But I mean, at that age, it's, it is really tough. I mean, again, as they as they progress each year, they're getting to know themselves. Um, I mean, I'm a father, and I don't sit here and push my daughter. And she plays she plays fast pitch softball. She's also with our our girls fast pitch at PTA. I never I never pushed her. What I is what I, is her name? Peyton. Peyton. What what age? She is 16 years old. She goes to Greenfield High School. I um. I do a segment for a show called Around the Corner with John McGivern, and I do the sports segment. We go around the state, and there was Fort Atkinson two, three years ago. Had a great girls softball team. And I was going to talk about their their team, and they had a girl that was an all-state pitcher, and I said, who's the pitcher that's supposed to be so good? This little blonde raised her hand. I said, warm up because I'm going to take you deep. And she was like, okay. Catcher put a gear on. Catcher was this really nice girl until she put the catcher's gear on. Then she's talking smack. Right, the first pitch, Travis. I didn't see it. I literally didn't <laughs> see it. And I go, that was outside. Catch goes, what are you talking about? It was right down the middle. I said, that was outside. I hit one pitch to the second baseman. The pitcher got mad. I go, what are you mad at? She goes, I don't want you touching my stuff. I said, well, I'm gonna go lefty on you. She goes, can you hit lefty? I said, I hit you lefty. I bunted down the third baseline. And the third baseman cracked up. I go, what are you laughing at? She goes, I'd throw you out by a mile. And I thought, this is not the same girl softball that it used to be. These nope. girls were, this. I couldn't see the pitch. And it was like, man, oh, man. So that's <clears throat> that's gotten very serious. Yeah, I mean, my, my daughter is uh, Greenfield High School. She plays a freshman um, on varsity. And they had seven seniors. And they're abs- they were, this team was absolutely amazing. Ranked number one in the state. Uh, unfortunately, they actually got beat by Muskego, I think who was a five seed in the first round that oh. year. And uh, last year, it's kind of a rebuilding year and stuff like that. But the, the, the girls, I love watching. I will watch them on ESPN. What, those girls, I mean, they can, they can play. They can play. They I get after it. So you guys do um, girls softball as well. So if, if there's somebody out there that has a daughter interested in girls softball, they can get involved with prospect baseball training academy as well. Absolutely, we're looking. We're actually looking to grow our program on the girl side. Okay, ptabaseball.com. Ptabaseball.com. Hey Travis, um, I had a guy do another show called Faith in the Zone, and I had a guy on that said, um, I asked him this, and I expected I knew the answer, <laughs> but I'm going to ask you this, probably more than Adam, because Adam's younger than than you are, which means he's way younger than I am. But I asked his coach, uh, kids have really changed over the years, don't you think? And he said, uh, no, I, I don't believe that. And I was like, what? And he said, look, uh, the social media, people, the kids have changed a little bit. He said, but I was a Division One college football coach at the age of 26. And I was single and I was cool. 
He said, now I'm 44. I'm married. I got three kids. All I want to do is get a practice, go home. They're doing. They're still doing the knucklehead stuff that I did as a freshman, sophomore in college. He said, other than posting everything, he said, no, I've changed. We've changed, Mike. And so I'm wondering your opinion on this since you are the lead instructor and youth coordinator at PTA. You're, you're feeling on that from kids when, when, they were, when you were a kid to now? Are they still doing the knucklehead stuff we were doing? Yeah, they're still doing the knucklehead stuff that we're doing. I mean, it's... It's maybe intensified because of social media now. Um, I mean, you, you got kids that are uh, are posting some crazy stuff and and doing some crazy stuff. I mean, I really don't want to get into the story of what I used to do. No, me neither. And I don't want no. to because I also don't want to set a, well, a bad example. Yeah, and, and and you boys at Pulaski did way worse things than us boys at Mesmer did. I think it's it's all Mesmer. Oh, yeah. I my thing is with kids nowadays and stuff like that. They are doing. Uh, the, the same things that we used to do and stuff like do that. Do they work as hard now? <sighs> now that we get into that and stuff like that, I mean, and that's what I was going to say. I mean, they you have a lot of kids that will work hard, but you also have certain kids that their ability and their talent, they don't really take it to the extreme. I mean, I call it a sense, I call it a sense of entitlement. Right. Um, because your talent is going to run out. Yes. And that's why that's I mean that's why we preach the whole working process. You have to work hard. Take responsibility. Take accountability for yourself. You know, I just I, you know, you get a kid that just comes in here and just uh just goes through the motions and stuff like that and that's right. And at see? this point at 9 and 10, he's he's normally the best player on the team. But as we talked about when you get to high school and then you get to college as you know, yeah, so is every other kid. Every kid on your team is probably the first or second best player on his team, and that's up in Madison. And that's good baseball up there. I understand that. But there are higher levels than that. So you're going to a different level than that where everybody is an all-state kid, and it's the stuff that you put in early on where you don't think, I'm the best player on every team I've ever played on. Well, then you're going to get to an age where everybody's outworking you at an early age, and it's going to come to an end. And as you said, talent runs out. It, it's going to run out, and that's the thing. I mean, I, you know, when I was at Pulaski, I was obviously I'm not sitting here trying to uh, toot my own horn, but leaving there, I was the best player. And then you go to college, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, I agree. Hey, um, let's get to break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation with Adam Dwayne. He is the instructor and youth coach. Uh, for PTA, along with Travis Thompson, he's a lead instructor and youth coordinator. Um, you can go to their website. Again, Prospect Baseball Training Academy, ptabaseball.com. We're also going to be joined next segment by uh, Javier. He's a senior director, community relations for Walmart. We're going to talk about this great event going on from 11 to 2 today, the Walmart Highway 100 in Layton. Go out and meet Steve Sparky Pfeiffer and Billy Schmidt from The Big Show. They're going to be on hand collecting toys and cash for one of our partners, the Running Rebels organization, and we'll get a chance to talk to Javier a little bit on the other side of the break. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hark the herald angels sing Glory to Oh, welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking Prospect Baseball Training Academy, ptabaseball.com. We're joined in studio, Adam Dwayne. He's the instructor and youth coach, along with Travis Thompson, lead instructor, youth coordinator, and pitcher for the Milwaukee Milkmen. They, hey, did, for some reason, every time that, that guys were in here with the Milkmen and they said your name, they talked about gasoline. I don't know what that means. Gasoline? Yeah. I, I mean, it throws hard. I thought, you know, they'd, they'd light you up like gasoline or something. Oh, come I'm on. talking smack. Hey, I, I want to know, I wanna hey, know which, one of, those, which hey, one of those guys said that. The kid, uh, Adam Walker. Adam Walker? <laughs> no, I'm just, Jay Walker, I've known A. Walker hey, since he was yay tall. Hey, man, he's a Milwaukee Lutheran guy, <clears> and <throat> I had to uh, I had to throw him under the bus a little bit. Hey, guys, we're also joined in, in studio. Um, Javier, could you pronounce your last name for me? Sure, it's Javier Angulo. Javier Angulio. He is a Senior Director of Community Relations for Walmart. We've got a cool event with them going on today. 11 to 2, Highway 100 in Layton. Go out and, and meet Steve Sparky Pfeiffer and Billy Schmidt. And um, they, we are, it's the a Day of Giving is the name of it. The Day of Giving is the name of the event. And, uh, and you can go out and, and help us out. We're, we're partnering up with the Running Rebels. And if you know anything about the Running Rebels, I'm a big fan of, of the job that Victor Barnett and Don Barnett do. They are a community organization. They've been around for a long time. And, and at this point, it's a mentoring organization. They've served over 2,500 youth um, annually is what they do. And we're going to raise uh, some money and, and give some toys to an event that they're doing. And Javier, I wanted to have you in studio to say thank you to you and Walmart for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, thank you for having us here. We're very excited about this program, especially in this time of need. There is Amen. so much need out there. Yep. And especially when we're talking about children and uh, supporting children's hospitals. So Walmart has been involved many, many years in supporting children's hospital. Uh, in fact, uh, we have a partnership with the Children's Miracle Network. And over the last 13 years, we have raised over a billion oh dollars to support children's hospitals. Well, what's, what's cool about this, Javier, is yeah, and how this started <clears throat> was we do a toy drive last week, and you guys were involved in this thing. In fact, the people at Prospect Baseball Training Academy got involved this year. And my understanding, you're going to be more involved next year. Walmart was a sponsor of this. And we did over, in one week, over $20,000 of cash and toys for Children's Wisconsin, which is Children's Hospital. And because we we raise, we bring in so many toys, Running Rebels have gotten involved with us as well. And we've been able to give some toys back to the Running Rebels. And what they do is they're locked in with, this, with a bunch of churches in the city of Milwaukee, and they get kids that are not going to get toys for Christmas. And they have a dinner and an event, and they come in, kids have something to eat, and they go, go ahead. Go pick out something. Go pick out two things if you want. And so that's the, all of a sudden from this toy drive for Children's Hospital where we raised enough toys for the year and having guys like you, Javier, and Walmart that got involved this year just made it bigger and better, and we're really excited. $200,000 worth of toys and cash this year, 13th annual that we did. And uh, I can't thank people like you enough that have gotten involved and people from Prospect Baseball Training Academy that got involved as well. Hey, the, 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 the mission statement, the spirit of what Walmart is as a company fits really well with, with, with all of this as far as giving back to the community. Absolutely. Our, our goal is really to uh, help our customers and help the communities that we serve. Uh, we do this by you know, raising funds and supporting different causes. And this one's an important one. 
Walmarts across the country are doing the same uh, that we're doing here, uh, making sure that you know children have a good holiday season. Sometimes we forget that, and we take it for granted that not all children have the ability to have a toy under the Christmas tree. Right. And this is a good opportunity. So I encourage all of your listeners to please join us uh, from 11 to 2 and donate a toy at the Greenfield Walmart. Yeah, I agree. Highway 100 Layton. Again, I'm going to head over there when I get off the air at noon today uh, after my high school basketball show. And 11 to 2, there's a big tent out in the front. Uh, you get a chance to meet some of the people from the, from the Runny Rebels and get a chance to shake hands with, with Sparky Pfeiffer and, and, uh, and Billy Schmidt from the big show. And again, collecting toys and cash for the Running Rebels organization. And uh, from 11 to 2, I'll get out there about 12, 15 or so if you want to come out and say hello. And and uh, usually when they come out, they start yelling at me that I wasn't nice enough to you boys from Prospect. Go ahead, Javier. Yeah, and, and you know, we have all children's activities there. Uh, we'll have uh, hot coffee and chocolate uh, and others. So bring your family, bring your friends. Uh, it'll be a fun, festive environment. Yeah, we'll have some Christmas music being played in that tent. And the weather's actually pretty nice here today. You know what? It's not bad, but they have a tent and they have, uh, it's not as nice as it is some places, but it's pretty nice for us. Uh, they're going to have a tent and heaters. And, and uh, again, come out and help us out. It's a day of giving with our partners um, at Walmart. And to, to be able to have Javier, who is the community relations um, director, he's a senior director of community relations for Walmart, uh, to hang out with us for a couple of segments. I, I really appreciate it. Hey, Travis and Adam, you guys obviously got involved with uh, with our toy drive last year, and you have a big event at Christmas um, thing. Is that can people still come to that? By the way, that's today, isn't it? That's actually tonight at seven o'clock, and yeah. people are more than willing to come to okay, uh, ten bucks. Yeah, right here it says ten bucks. Hey, look at that, uh, ten bucks per family and stuff like that. We donate our uh, bring an unwrapped gift. We donate that to Children's Hospital and. Uh, uh, we get players together and some parents together and the coaching staff together, and we actually take that to Children's Hospital. Man, that's awesome. There's going to be pizza and soda and music the and bouncy games. House. And bouncy, bouncy, we got a bouncy house, too. Man, he's going to hold a boy my size. You don't know, do you? Worth a try. Yeah, worth a try. I better wait till the end of the night to, to, to get in that thing. <laughs> hey, um, what what is the time frame as far as if people want to get involved? Can they join PTA at any time? Is, or is there a certain you have to join by you know January 1st or whatever? They, if they want to come in for instructions to get involved with Prospect Baseball Training Academy, they can come in at any time, right? Well, we have a tryout usually. The tryouts are usually end of July or August or something like that. Okay. Uh, we That's when we kind of start picking our teams, teams from next year. Yeah. But we do actually we will continue to hold uh, certain tryouts if we do need players and stuff like that. And everybody's more than welcome to come in for private lessons, and that's one of the big things that okay. we actually – uh, camps do this year in camps. So if a kid moves in who's 13 years old and his dad gets transferred here and he can throw it in the high 70s, you got room for him, right? Let's say we actually just had a kid move up from Arizona a week kid ago. Came he from, tried kid, out. Kid, yep. Now he's so, in our program. That's awesome. He was looking for a place, and and, uh, and PTA was, was the best place for him. Again, ptabaseball.com is where you want to go. And you can, if, if you've got a daughter that's looking to – to further her career in in soft pitch in 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 fast pitch softball, you can go ahead and get involved with it with these guys as well. And then from eight years old up, but if they're younger and they show a lot of interest, you guys will work with them as well. Can you talk about the facility? You got batting cages, <clears throat> right? You got there. Is there a place to take ground balls? All of that. Yeah, we have. Uh, we actually have three stationary hitting cages, and we actually have a bigger section. We call it the turf. 
Okay. Um, we can actually pull a bunch of nets, pull them forward, pull them back, and we can actually get a full. I think you can get a full youth infield. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's maybe seventy. It's like eighty five feet. Eighty feet. Eighty five feet. You get actually, we can do a full infield. Hey Adam, we got a minute left. Not bad, right? You did good. Good. From not wanting to come in, to, he was like, "I'm not talking today." He is Adam Dwayne again, youth, uh, and and uh, he's an instructor and a youth coach, and he's uh, a Waterford boy. Uh, Travis Thompson, lead instructor, youth coordinator. Again, I would uh, highly recommend <clears throat> PTABaseball.com, guys. Thanks a lot for coming in, Javier. I'm going to hold you over for another segment because we kind of transitioned into high school basketball, and I think it's important for the people that just tune in starting at 10 o'clock to know what we're doing. At uh, Walmart, again, it's a, it's going to be a family event. Bring your kids. Um, it's a day of giving. The Walmart on Highway 100 and Layton. Go out and meet Steve Sparky Pfeiffer and Billy Schmidt. I'll get there about 1230, something like that. Raising, uh, so we're collecting toys and maybe a little bit of cash for our friends at the Running Rebels organization. Um, boys, it's good to meet you. I t- tell nice Mike Zimmerman I say hello and... and uh, if he's looking for somebody to pinch hit for him and you're throwing, tell him to call me. Uh, yeah, all maybe, right. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Boys, thank you very Mike, much. Thank you very thank much. You. Yeah, you got it. Again, ptabaseball.com is where you're going to want to go. They're located in Oak Creek. Highly recommend you take a look at these guys. It's a youth sports show brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 